Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. Guys, today is actually the first live episode I'm doing in a very, very long time. So, it is so great to be back doing a live episode. Again, guys, I like posting things really, really early in the morning just so you guys have some content to listen to when you're waking up or when you're going to sleep or whatnot, etc., etc. So, I'm going on a travel tomorrow. And you guys are going to have a lot of different podcasts coming your way. So for all of you who like my travels and the personal development and the this and the that, stay tuned for all of that. And with that being said, oh my god, man. The more I read this, the more intrigued I am. You know, I didn't, I didn't know who Satoshi Nakamoto was. I was like, what the hell is a Satoshi Naka, a Nakamawa? A what? And you know what? It's funny because at that same time, I had a friend named Satomi Nakagawa. This guy's name is Satoshi Nakamoto. So I find it very fascinating <laughs> that, of course, the inception of Bitcoin came in one of the most dire times in United States history. I mean, was it as bad as the Great Depression and 2008 financial crisis? Not necessarily. But you know what? I just believe that, like, just that anonymous person that ended up just writing out this transcript, this white piece of paper, and saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is, and publishing that first paper of Bitcoin, and the basis of blockchain, uh, what is it, technology, I just think it's amazing, he remained, or they remain, nobody knows who this guy is, but they all remain anonymous, and still to this day, we don't know who this is, but you know what, ended up delivering other things, you know, in terms of topics, including like cryptography, and, you know, computer science, economics, and other things, and whatnot, and I just thought it was just remarkable, because you know what, when the financial market began to go into a complete, just, uh, I'm being Armageddon, you name it, it was financial Armageddon, what was about to happen, this guy quietly ended up just writing all that on the Halloween day, and literally putting out, uh, you know, putting this little system out, and he quoted, he said, we have proposed a system for electronic transactions without relying on trust, I think it's just amazing how whoever these people, this person is, and of course 2010, which I'll be getting into after that, and him saying, you know what, WikiLeaks, no, we don't want you to, you know, put our, uh, what is it, you, we don't want to, we, we don't want you to use Bitcoin on WikiLeaks because of this and that. And it's funny because if we even talk about, you know, Bitcoin and it being used in the dark market because, of course, it's just like, you know, it's just, you know, currency online. And they're like, oh, well, you know what's used on the dark web and these things and it funds war. I'm like, listen, real currency right now, American currency, is being used to build war machines to bomb more people. So, listen, currency could be used in both good and bad. If you don't like Bitcoin, you're going to have to take away, you know, regular old currency too. But you know what, guys? I really want to pinpoint some things. I learned a lot about the 2008 global financial crisis. And, of course, this all started because... So many different things. Now, of course, somebody who doesn't know much about this, you'd be like, oh, the banks got greedy. Banks got greedy. Banks got greedy. Well, you know what? Let's talk about this first. Okay. It was it was Bear Stearns that got the first lick, right? He got slammed because, of course, the housing market just went on a downward spiral. So what was a 700, I'm sorry, a $170 share the year before in terms of buying shares for the company? It went down to $2. $2. And you know what? It all started with loans, right? So historically, when a bank is issued a loan, the bank was on the hook for ensuring that the borrower repaid the funds. However, in this case, there were a lot of subprime loans. One of these loans issued to borrowers, 
right? They were packaged, securitized, into complex, what we call CMOs. And these CMOs, also known as collateralized mortgage obligations. This is how it went. The instability of these CMOs, let's just put it this way. If I say, okay, let's play hot potato, let's all sit in a goddamn circle, I'm going to start passing these CMOs around. It go. Everyone gets a touch of it. And you know what, whether it's good or bad, they don't know what the hell it is. So these global investors, those CMOs ended up getting out. And people ended up getting their hands on it around the world until it all, of course, came down. So next thing you know, toxic assets started happening. Okay, there was a guy, I think there was a, what is it, an agency called Fold and other groups. They ended up taking massive $3.9 billion losses. All these people include uh, the CEOs of all these different firms. I forgot what the, the names were, but they all met at the Federal Reserve, and it was like a week-long discussion. And day after day, it was bad news after bad news after bad news. And then next thing you know, the Lehman and Brothers never really knew about them, but let's just put it this way. They ended up ending their 164-year reign by filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And you know what? It just just got worse and worse and worse. So many people were like, you know what? If this continues to go in a downward spiral, what's going to happen? So, you know, what was it? I forgot. Merrill Lynch, uh, Bank of America ended up buying out uh, Merrill Lynch for $50 billion. So Merrill Lynch would, would just, just face plant it right there. Uh, J.P. Morgan was in the mix. I mean, oh my God, man. And of course, you guys already know my stories. And it's really weird hearing it from this guy who actually has a master in economics and he actually ended up talking about Bitcoin from the very, very beginning, what I'm going to be talking to leading all the way up to the end of this book. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, everyone felt the effects of that. It wasn't just the, it wasn't just the housing market. Of course, hey, everyone ended up moving out of Las Vegas. The value of some people's homes went from 250000 uh, uh, $250, to about $30,000 for a home. So people who had money, they ended up buying. People who didn't have money, they ended up having to sell everything. And you know what? A lot, there was a lot of depression. There were a lot of horrible things happening. It was just like the, the guy, who was that? Adolf Merkel. Adolf Merkel, he lost probably about half billion worth of, I'm sorry, not half billion, but half, half of what he was, his, his total financial worth was. This is probably about 70 years ago. German guy. He ended up throwing himself off the building and killing himself because he literally attached his identity to the money. Remember, I talked about this in the Tony Robbins podcast a very, very long time ago. But at the same time, this is why I love getting into this because now I'm like, okay, what this guy is saying is completely different from what Tony Robbins said. Of course, Tony Robbins was talking about, yeah, everybody remembers 2008, this and that. I didn't know anything about the CMOs. I didn't know anything about, of course, you know, people playing hot potato with some garbage thing that ended up just, it's basically old technology that was like cancer in the system. And so I think it's very, very intriguing knowing about this. Because in the midst of all this chaos, the birth of Bitcoin happened. How remarkable is that, huh? And I don't know about you guys. So now a lot of you guys are probably young and whatnot. You guys have never been, you know, been there, done that. You haven't heard much of this and probably don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. This is very, very important. And this is why I want to dive into this book, because a lot of people, they get misinformation from a lot of different places. They don't know what's happening around them. And they're like, well, I don't need to know this. Yes, you do need to know this, because look at it this way. 
I'm going to hurry up and put a statistic on there, which I'm actually going to talk about on my next blog on top of something else. Uh, not my next blog, but my next podcast in terms of Bitcoin on Wednesday, probably at the airport. Um, and basically, if you would have invested in Bitcoin when it first came out, if you'd invested $1 today, well, I'm sorry, at December of last year, 2017, it would have been worth $1 million. That's how cheap it was. To be very, 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 uh, what is it? Let's, let me just put it like, okay, let's put it like this. Huh, the first exchange rate would be set for Bitcoin, valuing it at eight one hundredths of a cent per coin, or 1,309 Bitcoin to the dollar. So, if you invested right when it had come, it w- right when it had come out, it'd be worth a million right now. 1,309 coins worth a dollar. Oh my God. Can you believe that? I think it's just remarkable. And seeing how much it has changed since then, just spectacular. And this is why, guys, this is so important. Because while I was reading this, I was like, wow. And this is why I love it. Because while I'm reading it, I'm writing some things. So my my mind is focused on some other things that I want to talk about in terms of statistics. I'm reading this, and now I'm speaking about it. And so now people are going to be like, what's Bitcoin? Well, you know what? It, it started with, you know, with this organization or this particular person by the name of Satoshi. Now, is Satoshi Japanese? Doesn't really matter. We don't know who these people are. We don't know where they live. And they're probably never going to come forth. But you know what? He was looking out for us. The middleman. The blockchain. All of that. We don't need other people dig it, putting their hands into our stuff anymore. And that's the, most cri- that's the most critical part of life right now. You want to be in control, not other people be in control of your assets. So, guys, I'm going to leave you with that information today. Relatively short podcast, but now it has opened your mind a lot. Probably very intriguing, but you're going to be even more con- intrigued when I start talking about, of course, the basics of Bitcoin and blockchain technology in the next one. So stay tuned for that, guys. As always, so great to be live and be back on here. But you know what? Get ready because we have another. Uh, we got a series of live podcasts coming very, very soon. As always, this is your host, Arsenio, over and out.